You know, the funny thing is that uh, whenever I have a presentation or you know I have something to I'm going to present something, my especially the online setting where just speaking to like a headset mic or right now a a dedicated microphone somehow my saliva always dries up uh as i'm speaking especially if it's like a thesis defense and after a couple minutes of me talking i can feel my mouth just drying up saliva nowhere to be found and i constantly have to like cough because I don't know. I have this urge to cough because it's just so dry. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's. I don't think I've had experience before in face-to-face presentations. Just now, because it's a different uh, type of presentation, but it's still weird. Anyways, hello there, and welcome to. I guess the first ever episode of this new podcast called Spec with Damien Jace. And again, if you haven't played the trailer, this podcast is just mainly going to be about me talking about life and the world and my experiences with life and just pondering about these things and trying to reflect on the takeaways that I can gain from these experiences because in every experience in life there's always something to take away from whether that be from good or bad experiences you can always learn something from them and again with this you know sometimes it's good to take a break take a step back from the external world filled with responsibilities filled with work all these things that you have to do every single day and also these distractions like the internet social media all that stuff you know every once in a while it's good to take a step back and just take a break from it and spend time with ourselves and not with our phones or laptops or tablets but just with with ourselves with our authentic and true self and i think that this process would actually allow us to learn a bit more about ourselves and get to know about ourselves even more so for today's episode i would like to talk a bit about public speaking and my own experiences on public speaking back in high school because there were pretty interesting incidents or events with my experience public speaking that definitely have helped me to the position that that i am in right now well i'm not really an expert on public speaking right now but i feel that i am quite comfortable enough whenever there's class presentations or i have to speak in front of a crowd of people uh i think that i'm quite comfortable with it i do have some confidence in this 
skill. And yeah, just looking back into my former, uh, my previous experiences on this is, you know, it's quite interesting to see how far I've come from this. I mean, I don't speak on stages or anything. I'm not like a public motivational speaker, but uh, yeah, I I think I'm quite okay with it because back then I wasn't okay with it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I remember back in elementary days in our English classes, we'd always have these speech speeches as a requirement in our classes and it's usually we just read a bunch of stories from like a book or something and read it out loud but i remember back in like elementary second grade probably i always get so nervous when it comes to these activities and i don't really know why you know that typical stage fright feeling that I'm sure everyone uh, feels. I do still feel that whenever I have to talk or give a presentation, there is still a bit of those jitters. But yeah, back in second grade, that was really, really awful. Like my voice would shake. You could hear my voice trembling with this fear and... I look back at it. I'm just reading a story. It's just an English class. Like, it's not really a big deal. But back then, it was quite, quite terrifying. And for some time, especially in those elementary and nearing the high school days, I would always dread this experience of, of speaking in front of a public audience. But the funny thing is. Also in like third or second grade, I was actually one of the hosts of a honor ceremony in our school. So just me and my other classmate were the hosts and we would talk on stage in the school theater in front of so many people, students, faculty, and uh, parents as well. That, That was so scary that i mean we had a script and when you have a script usually you just read it read it with uh they tell us to like read it but not sound like robots so you read it with some feelings a bit of exaggerated feelings of excitement even though in reality i am trembling with fear at speaking in front i still have a video of that uh, I remember watching it with my family uh, a few months ago, and it just made me cringe so much. Oh my god, I was so bad. But that was like, whoa, uh, that still kind of shocked me that they actually picked me to speak, even though I always felt uh, scared about it. But yeah, they got me as a host nonetheless. And I remember back when the teacher that was assigned to uh, sort of guide us how to host, uh, I was always the one uh, getting pointers. I was always the one getting scolded to speak properly. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, 
that was my initial experience back in elementary days and moving on fast forward a couple of years say let's say in uh, eighth grade this was also an interesting time for me because again we still have these english english classes and you know we still have these speech uh, activities and for this time it wasn't reading a story or something but it was an impromptu or extemporaneous speech which essentially is the teacher is going to give you a piece of paper that contains a question and what you have to do is for two to three minutes that's the only prep time that you have to talk about or answer this question in front of class so they give you a question they give you like two to three minutes to prepare and about two to three minutes as well to speak in front of class now that concept that activity was so terrifying to me because again i wasn't the best at this sort of thing i wasn't even good probably so as expected when it was my turn to do the speech uh it was really bad it was <laughs> like my hands was kind of sweating and you could see my hand like tremble because i was holding the piece of paper and you could see that piece of paper just shake with my hands because <laughs> i was so nervous and i remember this quite vividly i i do remember how i spoke to that time i spoke really fast because i guess that was my way to cope with the nervousness that i feel and it's it's really weird because i'm speaking in front of the class and most of these people or all of these people i already know so it's it should be that weird right we're just i'm just speaking in front of them but the fact that it's a different kind of environment where everyone's listening to you and you're the only one speaking in front that was quite terrifying again hands were shaking i was speaking really fast and also another way that i was trying to cope with the nervousness was speaking really loud not to the point of shouting but i guess lit a few levels below that so i'm sure you could imagine that maybe you've had similar experiences of just bad horrible speech experiences and for some reason whenever i was uh, i was talking in that speech and whenever i had to uh, have an exposition or something reveal my thought i would say the word boom and use it like an onomatopoeia of sorts or add an effect to the speech and i kept saying boom so many times and that was just oh my god that was so bad can you just imagine he's speaking really loud speaking really fast hands were shaking and just saying boom all the time <laughs> just to cope with the with the nervousness that i feel uh that was bad but that speech was quite memorable memorable to me because it for the first time it was kinda it was kind of fun to actually do i don't know what it was i don't know what made it fun 
That was horrible, but there was a bit of fun in it. I guess because my classmates were laughing at my expense. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was something something fulfilling about speaking my mind. And so that got me a bit interested in this format of impromptu speech. So the following year, so now we're in ninth grade, we also had those impromptu speeches in our English classes, but we also had another speech activity, which was the the storytelling uh, speech. So essentially what we do is we get uh, a short story anywhere and essentially just tell that story to the class. And I remember my short story being The Sniper. It's a really interesting uh, story about the effects of war and how there are no real winners in war. How it's really devastating for both sides. And what's nice about that speech, that story, is that it there was, there, there was a bit of action in it where the main character, the sniper, was having this shootout with another sniper in the other rooftop of, of a building essentially like a game of war zone or something and yeah because of my speech pattern at the time of speaking really fast i i was able to incorporate that into the style of speech so as the as i was telling the story and it was getting a bit more intense i started to speak a bit faster and trying to match my pace of speech to the pace of the story and i think that worked really really well to my advantage and after telling the story ending the story then talk a little bit about the learnings and the takeaways from that story and i was also able to control the the speed of my the pace of my speaking so after the story ended i started to talk normal again talked in a more proper pace and i remember after that speech it was it was actually a good speech i would say uh, compared to my grade 8 boom speech uh that storytell storytelling about the sniper was quite quite nice it felt good like after the speech i felt quite good and kind of like happy with my my own speech and I remember going to the bathroom after that speech and my hands were shaking still uh, again there's still that nervousness that I feel but yeah as you know with that speech I also felt a bit more fulfilled and it was I was having fun doing that speech and moving on to grade 10 again we'd have those impromptu speeches and the interesting is for that year we had this uh batch wide for all the 10th graders we had this batch wide competition for extemporaneous speeches so essentially what would happen is that for each class there would be a couple of representatives and they'd have this interbatch this uh batch wide competition at the school theater and surprisingly i 
was one of the representatives for that uh, competition in my class. That's insane. Like, you're kidding me? Like, wow. That that blew my mind. And also, actually, I wasn't supposed to be the representative. There was another person, but I think she had something else to do on that day, on the day of the competition. So they had to choose another one from my class. And I guess, I guess the next in line was me. And so, yeah, when I was picked for that competition, um, you know, we had to do some practice sessions with our teacher. And that's where I got to learn a bit more about how to how to prepare a speech, how to come up with these ideas. And the thing about practicing impromptu speeches is that it's not really about practicing what you're going to say, but it's about training yourself to come up with these come up with the structure of your speech so how you start it how you end it and the content of your speech in between that essentially think about like three points three main points of your argument or speech and essentially that's it and the connections between or transitions that's just going to be off the top of your head during the speech so yeah i learned a lot about that and when the competition on the day of the competition you know we did our speeches and speaking on the theater in the theater on stage was quite scary the moment before you know that uh in backstage just waiting for my turn that was really really terrifying and scary like oh my god i can't believe at the same time, I can't believe I'm here. Um, one of these people, I'm part of these people joining the competition. And I just remember back a few years ago that, yeah, I was really bad at it. But eventually, you know, I started to get a bit better. I was more, I was self-aware about how I would do my speeches. And I, can, I think that definitely helped me improve over time, even if it was a bit of bit of time to uh improve the way i speak speak and surprisingly uh the outcome of that competition out of like i think it was like 10 or 15 competitors i placed third place out of 10 or 15 competitors and that just that blew my mind. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, sucks that I wasn't able to get first, but the fact that I got third, the fact that I was chosen as a representative for this public speaking competition, it blows my mind. It still blows my mind at this point. And yeah, ever since then, from senior high school to university right now, I've definitely taken a different approach when it comes to public speaking in the sense that I don't hate it as much. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's still, well, most of the time it's still quite nerve-wracking, but 
I've come to appreciate it more and see its value and have learned to enjoy it as well. There is a bit of enjoyment that I do get from it that I feel like I had glimpses of back in high school. And this podcasting thing, I think it's, it is a form of public speaking, but it's definitely a different format. It feels different. I'm not speaking in front of people. I'm just speaking, talking to myself in front of a microphone, but it still has that the fact that I'm speaking my thoughts, I'm translating my thoughts into words, there's a similar feeling with that when it comes to public speaking. And yeah, that, I mean, from grade 10, that beach competition. And then a few months later, I was also chosen as a representative for my class for the, also was impromptu speech, but in a different language in our uh national language uh, in filipino and for that competition i was able to get first place again it yeah just it blows my mind how things can really change over time if we do try to improve on it it's it's crazy man i mean i guess the takeaway from this experiences that i have is that if you want to improve on something, you just have to put the work in. And again, this concept of marginal gains is so, so important to be aware of. And it's and marginal gains is essentially trying to do something over longer periods of time. And let's say for today, you spend one hour on this hobby or skill that you wanted to develop and the next day you can spend another hour and for the next week you spend one hour every day the next month the next year and yes that one hour you know in the short term it won't amount to much because it's just one hour but if you look at it from a macro scale eventually you'll make progress like when you spend one hour on that thing every single day for like five years after those five years you can you can see the difference of how you were in the beginning to how you are now progress does not happen overnight or just a couple of days or weeks or months you know progress really real progress i would say or long-term progress really happens over like years of work and just being patient i guess if you want to improve on something like you know looking at all these experts of all these different fields it's important to understand that these experts were once newbies like us the most successful most talented people all over the world with all the all these different skills at one point in their life they knew nothing and having that kind of perspective when you're looking into a new venture a new hobby it sort of 
gives us this affirmation that we can do anything. We can start. We can be successful in anything if we put in the work and we have the patience to continue on. And of course, there's this concept of talent and some people just learn better at some things than others. That also requires a bit of self-awareness to understand what are the things you're kind of good at that you may want to focus on. But I guess when you want to make progress on anything in life, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but I guess hard work, patience, consistency, they're cliche for a reason and that they do work. And there is no secret to success. Again, it's crazy again to think that this kid back in grade school and high school who used to be terrified so much of public speaking is now a bit more comfortable and a bit more confident in it than is actually making a podcast about it. Podcast about me just talking, vomiting out these words in my mind, these thoughts, and it's it's fun. Yeah, if you have something that you want to pursue, something that you want to get better on, then this is the affirmation that I'm here to tell you that you can do it as long as you put the work in and you stay consistent. Then I think that usually, uh, most of the time, hard work does pay off. So yeah, I think that's gonna be it for now. Did not expect the episode to be this long, but yeah, this was a good first episode of the Introspec with Damien Jace podcast. Once again, my name is Damien Jace, and I will see you in the next one.